Sunday, family. Happy Sunday. <clears throat> the rush hour's back again, and we're going to go back and reflect on the rush hour Sunday session, Greg. Yes. What are you laughing for? Well, would you like to clear your throat before you start talking? Or No, not at all. No, not at all. Not at all. It's no. been a good weekend thus far. Uh, let's look back on some of our wonderful moments, Sir Gregory, on this global rush hour. What, what do you want to share? Well, Travis Head joined us, didn't he, from all the way from India? That was two weeks ago. No, he's, we had him on again. Okay. Can't you remember? He was on the golf <laughs> course yeah. just before Maxie yeah. fell off the back yeah. of the golf cart. Maybe a, Trav was driving with it. With a frothy and a cig in his hand. Well, I don't know about that. No, righto. Uh, Who else? And then we had what? Burn miss. Burn miss. What's all that about? I don't, so I, Burn's back from holidays, yes, Bernie Vince. Yes. Yeah. Um, then, of course, the announcement that Erin Phillips was retiring, nice. so she was good enough to come on yeah. because she would have been doing all sorts of media. Yes. So it was great to have Erin on. Right. Voicemail, yeah. Conscience. Jeez, we've had a lot of guests come on. Yes, he's released a book. <laughs> and then, of course, we went and saw you at the Adelaide Zoo. Nice. Jazz. Saw you at the Adelaide Zoo. Yes. Molly, <laughs> mm. what are you doing on Sunday today? What am I doing on Sunday today? Yeah. Working. <laughs> and yeah, doing a shift. Yes. Here at Triple M, I never stopped. Us. We love it. And don't forget the highlight tapes. That's on as well. Have fun. Triple M's Rush Hour. Our next guest stunned everyone by his performance. Travis Head, fastest half century of this World Cup to boot. Head his fourth one-day international century and probably none better than we've seen today. Please welcome to Triple M's Rush Hour, Travis Head. Oh, oh he's, he's taking the yay! mickey. He's taking the absolute he's piss out, boys. Watch us. Yes, Greg. Burn, you're away, but uh, yep. Trav was in our studio, yes. came in live about, what, three weeks ago? Because yeah, no, the time before that, he didn't show. Remember? No. Didn't come in. Didn't oh, want right. to be yeah. near us. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, he fronted us, yep. came in, flew over to India, 100 off 60 balls in his first game. No worries. Trav, Welcome. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. Uh, Burn, good to see you got back from the, the caravan park. <laughs> He's still there. He's still there. Have you seen a caravan? Let me know. It fell off the back. <laughs> Mine's in a creek bed. <laughs> no, thanks for having me, boys. It's good to be back on. Hey, mate, that must have been a bit of a whirl when you get there, you prepare, and then first game, just you absolutely smoked them, mate. Yeah, oh, I feel good. Yeah, it's nice to be back with the boys. It was good to get a bit of energy in the group and feel the vibe of it. And um, yeah, the hand come come pretty good. Um, a couple of hits, I was very close to the Netherlands, but just didn't pick enough boxes for the fielding part. So um, yeah, nice to get nice to get in, nice to get involved. And then yeah, I don't think I quite expected um, to play the way I did the other day. It was it was nice to contribute. And how did it pull up, Trav? Was there a bit of swelling? Is it uh, is the hand okay? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's obviously a bit of stiffness and etc. It was uh, a little bit swollen the next day, um, but pretty good. Actually, pulled up really, really well considering probably that was like the maximum sort of get out I could have got um, to bat to get 100 to field. Um, so yeah, so I, I guess when ran out of the max and um, I probably won't get as hard as that. So um, yeah, really, really positive, which is good. How many net sessions did you get in, Trav? Before you uh, well went nuts on Sunday, did you? How much time did you spend in there? Uh, I had one really good one, one. Uh, the day I missed out against the Netherlands, and then I had a little top-up 
number before um, before the game. Jeez. So as Bluey knows, I uh, don't particularly like the old training. I found that out with the rehab oh, process yes. as well. So <laughs> the nets and the nets and the nets and things doesn't really. I don't overly um, do a heap, and um, I'm sort of love match day. I love the competitiveness and. I guess the hand was feeling okay. It sort of sums it up as soon as the toss went and I found out while batting, the nervous energy and the adrenaline took over and I actually couldn't even feel my hand or feel like I was restricted. So, um, yeah, I just definitely enjoy the game day a lot more than training. So all the kids out there listening in your cars, just block your yeah, ears because you've got, to, you've got to train hard yeah. and make sure you do what your coach says. Uh, apart from Travis yeah. Head, that's all. <laughs> yeah, so watch, watch heaps of footage, Ryan journals, do all that stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah I tick all the boxes. Yep. <laughs> hey, it was a cracking game too. 388. You yeah, would have thought, oh, okay, well, we'll just uh, mm. coast through the game. But they nearly got him. Yeah, I thought I felt like when uh, I guess the back end of my innings, we could start to slope a little bit, the ball got softer, and I felt like it was going to be more difficult as the innings went on. Uh, yeah, I thought the way Camo batted at the end, I thought he got to a sort of score that was like, yeah, miles ahead of par, and um, and New Zealand go about it a different way than us. They weren't ultra aggressive at the top. They sort of kept the run rate at eight or nine through the whole day. Um, and then snuck up on us, really, and then had us in some strife at the end. So, um, yeah, yeah, just shows in one day career the, how different ways of going about it. But um, And they were an exceptional batting lineup. But, yeah, it was nice to get over on a tight one uh, in, in, the, in the standings and the way that the, the tournament looks at the moment. It's, it's a huge win. How's our boy Kez going? Alex Carey, obviously, only played the one game, oh, went out. We weren't yeah. happy with that. He'd be Josh, flat. Josh English come in. He's had a couple of little cameos. but hadn't set the world on fire. Oh, How's yeah. Kez going? Um, yeah, well, obviously being on the bench, today is his time to shine. So the boys, we just started day one of a little two-day Ryder Cup formation golf. Oh. So um, we're in an alternate show. He's with uh, Mitch Marsh. And he started <laughs> off well. So as a bench boy, well, you, as you know, you've got to keep the energy up. And so today is his day to shine at the moment. Well, okay. I can't get a crack in the middle. So um, he started well. Anyone just struggle with counting their shots? Oh. Well, alternate shot. So uh, wherever the, your partner hits it, you've got to play from, don't you? So... Oh. Um, there's some interesting pairings, and there's already a lot of bickering going on. They're only about four holes in, so um, I'm watching Smith now take his second. Um, that that group hasn't been pretty, and Marnus and David Warner are together, so you can imagine oh. how them two are tracking. Oh. No, who are you with? So I'm Dom on the drinks cart, so I'm I'm caddy. What am I, caddy? Um, giving live feedback back to the boys, a couple of drinks, uh, and the, the live scorecard. So um, I'm, I, I can't play at the moment with my hands. So. Right. Um, Bluey's been around this group I've been giving plenty of feedback back today don't worry yeah, about good. that chatting with Triple M's Trav Head uh, live and exclusive in India and uh, we really appreciate your time and sticking around too Trav Just, uh, now Maxwell young Maxi I love the way he bats he's got shots that I've never ever seen that's uh, in a cricket uh, in a cricket book where does he find these shots and and how much sweat does he uh, consume when he bats because <laughs> he he's drink sweat, you idiot. he's he pouring with sweat <laughs> He consumes it. He uh, <laughs> drinks it. The bloke is the bloke is a freak. Someone he plays with the balls is just outrageous. And to be fair, on the sweating part, I don't think he changes gloves in Delhi. He only plays forty balls, so I don't think he changes gloves much. But um, yeah, oh, bloke's incredible. Obviously, the other night as well, he got to a score with come out at the end. So um, he's in unbelievable touch, and you know that he can play that cameo and put the touch on the things at the end of the innings, which no one else in probably not many blokes in the competition can do. So the way he rams it and sweeps it, oh, and, incredible. Oh, it's, it's a freak. It's, it's yeah. incredible. I can't barely play a full defence, let alone switch it at the six. So, he, uh, no, nah, it's incredible to watch.
Jeezy's got, you reckon I've got hairy forearms. You should see back. No, nah, you're right up there. Yeah, no, nah, no, he looks like he's got Greg. About a thousand caterpillars on each forearm. Hey, now, Trav, you got the Poms next. They're travelling well. Don't let them beat us. Don't, yeah. I know. You've got to be careful of that one, don't we? Because, yeah, when you're a team like that and obviously not going through the greatest of periods, you can sort of hit the button where um, the care sort of goes out and um, they can proper, do a proper job on you. So they're a very dangerous team. So, and I'll be keen to sort of derail our back end of our tournament where we've sort of got it back on track and we're playing well. So um, it's going to be a huge, huge fixture. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back into it. And, um, yeah, it's going to be massive. What's the word over there, Trav? I mean, you'd speak to other teams. You've got mates in other teams over there. What's the word with England? They're the defending champs and they just haven't, haven't raised a yelp. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I haven't. This is the way we're travelling, and now I haven't spoken much to anyone really. We haven't seen anyone, and only been on the ground for the, the week. I think uh, again, watching last night, and you're a proper team. Um, and when they get on a roll, and the, the way they did yesterday, um, they're hard to beat, and the wicket started to spin a little bit. But obviously, so far in conditions as well, Blue. You can. I haven't really seen many of the venues yet. The two wickets we played on have been absolute belters since I've been here in Delhi against Netherlands in the last game. So. Um, a lot different to the Salah tournament. So a lot can depend on fixtures and where you play and, and, and how the wickets play. And, and also the toss, like, I know they've, they've fielded their lay in the heat, but if you can lose, if you lose a toss and you field in the heat, it, um, that can play a massive part as well. So you need a lot of things to go right. Um, and But once you get a roll, it can be awesome and you get back into it. It can be quite difficult to get out of it. Can anyone beat India? Yeah, I think we can. Well, I think we can beat India. Nice. I think you can, well, of course I'm going to say that, but um, yeah. yeah oh, last night the, the England's top order uh, bowling bowled really, really well against them. Yep. Um, hopefully they go through undefeated because then the, the, the pressure is yes. really on. Um, I guess in sort of an AFL sense, the teams yeah. that go all the way through, you sort of got to drop a game to get a little bit humbled a little bit, but mm, um, you never know. But what we got to do is just get there, get to the four, and once you're in the four and a semi. Um, yeah, you just got to string a couple of performances together. Someone, someone like a Davy or a Maxi, um, or or a Zamps in a bowling sense, or Starkey to just light light it up. Um, and um, yeah, and, and, and just that person on the day, and that's what we'll be looking for once we get to that back into that tournament. Someone to stand up. How are you going with the local cuisine over there, Trav? What are you tucking into? <laughs> uh, no, I've been good. Um, obviously, been here enough now to sort of know my way around it. But um, yeah, the odd butter chicken. Yes. Um, being in Delhi, being in Delhi. Obviously, being in Delhi, there's some. Amazing restaurants as well. So, um, uh, yeah, the boys have eaten well. So, um, but no, yeah, the, the, the guts is going good. I'm feeling strong. So, mm. happy days. Yeah, Long nice. may continue. Trav, <laughs> what about uh, Bern and I want to know our boy, old Mirror Stoinis? Uh, yep. Where's he been at the moment? Uh, I see he's, he's got that swagger sitting on the bench <laughs> with his uh, high vis on. Swagger, with his plums hanging out of his shorts. <laughs> where's he at? Mate, he's just, I've just seen him on the tee. He's got the back, backwards cap. I think he's just hit one back to Australia. Oh, he's gone about 400 metres. He's just pumped. It. No, he's gone good. So I think he's training tomorrow uh, with his obviously last slight uh, calf uh, niggle that he had. Um, I think he's pretty desperate to get back last game, but uh, it's a long tournament. Um, and he was, he was awesome in the other game. So um, once you gave him your bit of feedback the other week, he, he came back strong. So um, he'll, finish, he'll finish well. He's a strong boy. He'll finish strong. Good on you, Trav. Thanks for joining us. Take Look, care, uh, mate. Just make sure the boys are counting all their shots in the yeah. uh, the Ryder Cup yeah. there oh, like in that. Delhi. Enjoy your time off yeah. and give it to the Poms yes. because a win against the Poms oh. will just about set us up, I reckon, yep. for the semis. So keep smacking them, mate. You're going well. Thanks, boys.
Yeah, thanks for having me. Cheers, guys. I'll catch back up to him now. Make sure I'm on door. All right. Mitch Marsh, watch him. Thanks, lads. Just going back to that question, Which hairy, one? hairy arms. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, There's you, three cricketers you can think of. You, Who are they? You, you. Ricky Ponting. Bang. Maxwell. Done. Yeah. Greg Bullock. Oh, there's your top three. Look at them. You can bloody live in your boat. Like a forest. David Boone, Murphy. Now, a few things. Two weeks can go quickly or they can take a seem like a long time. Um, so to me, it was, seems like a long time since I've been away. A few things I just need to ask what how things went. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, that Pro-Am was happening mm. um, on the first Wednesday that yep. I left. Yep. Um, you guys were actually playing together, which, Greg, yes. you said you're never, ever going to play with Jars. Whoa. So first of all, how did he go? He started well. Uh, and he then generally like, does. Yeah, he started well and then just – he got to about the 11th hole and he said – 11th he got to. Yeah. That's pretty – that's 11th, an improvement. And then he said to the pro, he said, <laughs> how many holes we got left? And the guy said seven and he went, oh. <laughs> and then from then on, he was just <laughs> nah, wasting time. He gives up. Yep. How do you go, Greg? In the actual comp. Not good. Not How do we, oh. did you, did we make the cut or? No, I didn't make the cut. I was never going to make the cut. Well, I got a text message from Redmark. When I turned my phone back <laughs> oh, yeah. on, okay. which is five days in, mm-hmm. um, I heard plus 25 after two rounds. Is oh, that, is no, that remotely? Plus 21. Oh, jeepers, oh, Greg. Yeah, no, not the, good. Did you come last? No, I didn't. Who? Someone else was yes, worse than that. There was a couple of pros behind Did Jars play? <laughs> Oh, sorry. That slipped out. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. So, yeah, he was just... So you passed out in your own tournament? No, not good. Not good. Mm, And you were hosting this tournament. You got paid big money for that? No, I did not get paid. And then you stuffed... I did not get... But it was a a, a success. Yeah. You want to try that again? success. (laughs) Did you turn up sad day as a host? No. Oh, you didn't turn up. You went. You can get stuff. I'm playing so bad. I just I need to go and practice. Not enough money for the Saturday. <laughs> I've heard. All right, um, but I heard you guys bonded pretty well. I spoke to our boss, Matt Riley, yeah. who did you? Know? Well, apparently, he's been away weeks, for we? two weeks yeah, we as did. well. Yeah. Yeah. It's not holidays. the same when you lose a team member. No, no you had been uh, walking slow walks along the beach, holding hands, uh, laughing, yeah. slow motion. I've heard as well. Mm. I don't know how you get slow motion. No, the show was slick. The show was slow. Motion. Well, Jars was elite. Uh, were you? Yeah. No, nah, yeah. live well, reads, I was probably that. the best I've been at. Uh, yeah. I saw a social media post as well. You Did had the you great burn? Travis Head on, who we got in before, mm. and you three got a photo together, but yes. the only one that was posted oh. was there was, that was Jars on the end, yeah. then Hetty in the middle, and then Greg, <laughs> and instead of posting all three, yeah. They've cut jars yeah, out. Yeah, that was a bit rough. That was a touch rough. That was rough. Because you were so close to, with the th- oh, no. all three of you. You were we so close tight. to Hedy. They had to yeah. take half of Hedy with him yeah. Yeah. as well. That's, so really it was only full. Greg and well, half of Eddie. Anyway. Greg and his um, mates. Which is okay. Right, what else? Believe it or not, that needs to go and never be found oh, again. Oh, no, oh, sorry. Oh, was it was a good it. segment. It was, was it? a good segment, okay. Greg. Well, that's well, not yeah, what I'm oh, hearing. Like from we can bring that it. back. <laughs> James, no, you told me it's back. the worst thing you've ever been involved <laughs> with <laughs> and you need to rip him apart for it. So don't you jump off when I start to mention it. Oops, that slipped out. Don't give my sauce away normally. Now, there's something that interests me. because I feel like this... Isn't sort of any of us, really. Oh, maybe one person oh, in this no. street. What? You spoke about me, and I'm fine with getting mm. hit with stuff, but oh, yeah. I didn't enjoy this one. Oh. It has been mentioned once or twice that um, you can be a little bit of a tidy pants. 
Um, oh, now, be I, careful I'm where sorta, you go. Don't cross the line on this now, one. Now, I don't believe you are with... I've sort of turned the corner with... Thank you. When we go for a little lemon squash yeah. every now and then, <laughs> yeah. like, I think you're quite good. Good. Whereas... Bernie. Bernie? Uh, oh, I'm starting think, to wonder. I think Burns our tight ass in the group. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. Hang on, Whoa. I thought that was just Greg, but you both jumped on. Oh, was, hang on. He said Bernie before I did. You did. Yeah. Actually, we just had a general conversation. You, Greg. <laughs> that was you. I'm yeah. not the tight ass in our group. <laughs> you brought it up. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that one we need yeah. to clear up. Oh, where'd you find that? Off air, oh. been sent that. Couldn't remember And that. the last one, before oh, we started right. the show, you go, one thing I have improved on since you've been away... What's that? ...is live reads, because I feel, no, when you're here, the pressure, you put this pressure on me that I don't... It's perceived pressure. Yes. But you said you were very, oh, very good slick. while I was away. Oh. So let's have a listen to how you went, yeah. because I'm, I'm really happy oh, that... I'm just... impressed that you've improved, because you needed to. In business, you need a van that delivers, right? Now, if anything, all the electric Ford e-transit overdrivers. <laughs> Deliverers. <laughs> Overdeliverers. <laughs> Listen up, traders and DIYers. Total kit pull depot. Oh, <laughs> now, you'll find them at 1315 Seaford Road, Seaford, Seaford Meadows. Is it Seaford? Is it Craig? Did I say Seaford? <laughs> what did I say? You're only 16 uh, times uh, you said uh, Seaford. Well, you know how you said the best part of being a Port Adelaide was being captain? I don't get to wear the 22, but I get to wear the 1. Ends up with Phillips, left foot snap, senior player, big goal. There's so many, so many great memories from both these clubs. Phillips, how is she getting that much time and space? Definitely, the body has told me, it's, you know, probably told me for a long time, so I need to listen to it now. Please welcome to Triple M's Rush Hour, the extraordinary, the one and only... Good afternoon, Aaron. Welcome to the Global Rush Hour here at Triple M. We're so proud of you. Congratulations on a great career. Oh, thanks, boys, and what an intro. How Gosh, good. Uh, That's how we roll. Amazing. Thank you. Nah, <laughs> very proud of you. And, look, I'm going to get a contract uh, from the Port Nolunga Cockle Divers for next year. <laughs> You'll be playing in a Ford Pocket. <laughs> Don't laugh. Beautiful. It's coming. Mate, well, beautiful. I'll make sure I stay fit. For the, uh, who am I playing for? The Cockle. Yeah, the Cockle Divers. <laughs> oh, just, okay. You can shorten that if you want. You can be head coach if you want. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Cockle's oh, without hell. What a wonderful yeah. journey. Where do you start? And when did you make this decision? Because obviously it's been tough with the Port LA program. Uh, it's only two years old, but uh, what a journey. Yeah, massive. And, you know, it's um, it's almost exhausting kind of sitting back and reflecting on, on my uh, career in basketball and footy. But, um, look, when I come over to Port Adelaide, signed a two-year deal and um, my knee was pretty buggered at, the, at that point. Actually, both of them were, but um, I just had a scope on one of them and I thought, you know what, if I can get at least one game in, in the, these colours, I'd be, um, you know, over the moon. And then to uh, come into the second season and I gave it a red-hot crack in, in the off-season and got as fit as I possibly could and felt pretty good and kind of, Probably deep down knew it was going to be um, potentially my last season. Then by about round four, uh, just after I win against the Saints, actually, I thought, you know what, this is definitely probably, um, this is probably it. So, um, you know, I'd love to have obviously kept playing, but the, 
you know, the body was definitely telling me it's time and and they say when you retire, you know, you know, and I definitely know it's the right time. Yeah, congratulations, Erin, uh, from me personally as well. What what are you most proud of over the journey? Because it's changed a lot since you came through. You had to play with the boys and there's a, well, a legitimate pathway now for, for girls. There's all sorts of participation levels are going through the roof. Are, are you proud of that? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, just to... To go drive by a park now and see girls having a kick just, um, you know, because they love it and they can and they can um, take this up as a career is just, yeah, it's it's one of the best parts of being part of this um, this great competition and watching it grow and seeing all the new talent that comes through and, and how just unbelievably skilled that they are mm. and ready to take this game, uh, this game on. So, yeah, just so it, I honestly can't... Um, just describe how lucky I am to have got the opportunity to play, just loving this game as a, as a young girl and never ever in my wildest dreams do I ever believe I'd get you know to this point to even play one game of footy, let alone get to represent two great clubs that mean a lot to me. So, yeah, it's just it's unbelievable. Congratulations from me as well, Erin. Uh, you've been described as a trailblazer, a pioneer. Icon. It's, yeah, it, your legacy will just uh, live on forever. What about... Um, the the actual decision when you decided to retire, most of the people that have played professional sport, when they actually announce it to their teammates, are just a complete blubbering mess. <laughs> I know I was. How did you go? Yeah, it was honestly, um, it is definitely the hardest part of retiring is telling your teammates. And yeah, I was obviously really emotional. I thought I actually did better than what I thought. I think um, I probably was um, had shed too many tears rehearsing uh, a couple of lines <laughs> beforehand, so I got them out of the got them out of the way. But um, yeah, it was it's, it's always tough when you um, you know when you say goodbye. And you know, I I've absolutely loved my time at Port Adelaide, even though it was only two seasons. And um, you wish you could keep playing, like I said. And it's such a you know, a young team, and I know our win and loss record isn't, um, you know, isn't outstanding, and we've got a long way to go. And I would have loved to have kept going, but I know that they're on the right track. They're gonna, um, you know, they're gonna get to the top of the mountain, and when they do, I'm gonna be absolutely proud as punch. So, um, yeah, just a shame. I could wish I could have been a couple of years younger, you know, <laughs> but um, here we are. Hey, so many um, awards on field. Um, a special moment that I remember very well was a video with your dad. Um, speaking of emotional, uh, letting him know you're going to be captain, that's obviously something you will remember forever. Oh, yeah, I just... It was one of those things when I got told and, you know, my dad likes to... He loves coming to training and just sitting in the stands and kind of have a sneaky watch of training and... <laughs> He loves um, just getting around there and watching, um, you know, being part of the club and watching training. So he happened to be there uh, that night when I was told. So um, it was just a, you know, really special moment telling him, um, you know, that I was, I wasn't going to wear the number 22, but I was going to wear the one. And uh, I think, you know, Dad and I often speak about it. We're doesn't matter how old we get, we're going to never forget that moment mm. for the rest of our lives. Hey, take us back, you reckon, maybe 15 years ago. I mean, you were um, midway through your basketball career. Do you think that would have happened if the, the pathway was the same now with, with footy? Did you did you play basketball because you couldn't play footy? Yeah, definitely. I, I if, if footy was around, there was no doubt about it, I would have kept going and I just loved it. You know, I, footy was my absolute passion and 
yeah, like so many um, girls in my situation that couldn't play with their, their mates who were all the boys and I had to find another sport. And I think looking back, the most probably the disappointing thing about that whole thing is it was just accepted and that's just how it was. You know, that's just what life was. If you if you were young and a female and loved footy, you just had to give it up. So um, I took on basketball. I was a pretty horrible basketballer in the beginning. I kept getting fouled out just because I was <laughs> taking hangers on people and you're not meant to bump and all that kind of stuff. So um, I didn't actually believe I was going to have a career in basketball like I did. Took a lot of a lot of coaches trying to help um, rein in the physicality and the athleticism that I had. So... Um, it's kind of one of those things where, although I wish, you know, I did have that opportunity to play football and I'm very grateful I didn't because I got to experience um, playing basketball, representing Australia uh, and just living around the world playing uh, at a very high level of basketball. So, um, yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm really grateful how my life has worked out. Hey, still a game to go, but um, what happens now for Aaron Phillips? Have you thought that far? Are you just going to have some time off and rest, relax, rejuvenate? Uh, yeah, definitely. I'll, um, I'll take some time off after after the season. But, yeah, one game to go. Um, unbelievable that's at, at Alberton. So it's a, it'll be a nice way to end, and hopefully we get the win, and uh, it'll be nice to have a couple of frosts after the game. Cool. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll celebrate and uh, uh a season and a career, but looking forward to hopefully getting the win first. And looking after your body, young lady, because your knees are cooked, <laughs> your back's cooked, your body's cooked. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come and do some training with you if you're doing oh, any. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> well, Aaron and I did a little bit together down at Peak Conditioning. Oh, really? And Aaron couldn't believe how shredded oh, I was. Oh, yeah. She reckoned you didn't leave the cafe. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, it was uh, it was eye candy. It was a distraction. Oh, 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 oh. Jars in his Lululemon stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's oh, I was, wasn't I, Aaron, oh. in the Lulu? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, just quickly before we say goodbye, and we really uh, appreciate your time. Your Adelaide Crows girls, are they a big chance this year? Oh, bloody yes, they are. They yeah. are. Um, they're in red hot form, and exciting how how they're playing and uh, got away with a really close one on the weekend. So, look, hopefully they'll finish in that top two spot. I think they might have already secured that, but, yeah, I'd be absolutely backing them in for this year. So, um, yeah, hopefully they get the job done. And yeah, one of your good mates, Chelsea Randall, one of our favourites. She's a mum now. Yeah, I know. I, I um, <laughs> when she texted me, I was like, you know what? I'm absolutely proud, and yeah. you know, welcome to no sleep and trying yeah. uh, <laughs> trying try to be an elite athlete. You know, here we go. So the tr- the true test really starts for Chelsea now, but absolutely so over the moon for for her and MJ and and little Tommy. So yeah, absolutely beautiful. Aaron, thank you so much for what you've done. Uh, as I said, you're a trailblazer, a pioneer, and you've set a great example for hundreds, thousands, millions of, of women around the, the, the world and, and our great country. Well so uh, congratulations and enjoy retirement. No, thanks so much for having me, boys, and look forward to seeing you at the gym, Jazz. All right. <laughs> Good Aaron, luck. I'll give you a buzz. <laughs> <laughs> wear those really tight bike shorts. That you're oh, oh, no. You don't wear them, no. do you? No. Erin no. <laughs> thought, thought she saw Daniel Craig no. walking into the gym. Imagine, yeah. imagine Jazz doing his squats oh, in those shut tight guts. <laughs> Bloody no, and Erin since she was five years old, you knucklehead. Oh. Oh. Are you looking at you in bike shorts <laughs> in the gym? 
Take care and all the best, love. Well done, Aaron. Yeah, boy. Take care. care. There yeah. she is. Oh, what a superstar. Oh, absolutely. Oh, star. Trailblaze the Adelaide Crows yep. program. Yep. Goes over to Port Adelaide. And, uh, you know, like she said, in a few years' time, they'll be around the mark. Yep. But she's a beauty. Silver medalist. Olympics 2008. Hasn't she done? Basketball. Two-time leg best and fairest, too. That's the Brownlow. And could play. Was was she coach or not, Jazz, you reckon? Oh, we should have. Why didn't we ask her that question? I asked her what she was doing after. She didn't answer it properly. Because you kept wanting to talk about yourself at the gym. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which you don't do. Come on, let's go, Burn. Boys, Mo, I haven't yes. heard for a yeah, couple of weeks. They're after you. Come on, Mo, come for me. Yeah, let's go. go. You have 11 new messages. Yeah, g'day, Bluey. It's Paul from the Sacker here, mate. Thanks so much for getting behind Greg Chappell, who's doing it a bit hard. The legend doesn't deserve that, and it's so great to see everyone, including you, chipping in to help that legend out. So we really do appreciate the... Uh, one free putting lesson with yourself. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Triple M. It's your premier. I'm at the old aquatic centre in Adelaide detailing the new aquatic centre plans for Adelaide and for South Australians. This is going to be a fantastic opportunity to get my shirt off and jump in the pool. Oh. <laughs> Elbow put on by theme music. Uh, Andrew, my name is Trevor. I'm one of the organisers from the footy fundraiser on the weekend. Just wanted to extend a very big thank you from all of us and to your lovely daughter as well for taking part in creating awareness for Water Aid. Mm. It's actually quite fitting you're in a charity match called Water Aid because you've been awarded most dives on the field. (laughs) Yeah, boys, Glenn Maxwell here. Just celebrating my ton, about to soak up the Adelaide nightlife at Red Square. Don't tell anyone I'm here trying to keep a low profile. Thanks for the tip, boys. This place is ah! The lights! Turn them off! What a stupid idea. Now I've got a f***ing headache. Oh, hello, Bernie. My name is Sean. I'm Greg Blewett's manager. I've got all of Bluey's presents sorted for his birthday, and thank you so much, mate. I don't know why Tom Rockcliffe thinks you're a tight ass. I mean, this is a beautiful signed 2023 Crows footy, mate. Bloody ripper, thank you. Uh, hello, it's Lee, your promotions manager. Has anyone seen the signed Crows footy that the Brecky crew are going to give away? Has anyone sees it, let me know. Uh, yes, uh, oh. happy birthday to Blue. Uh, oh, oh, I tell you what, you can't be close to 50. Good-looking rooster. Uh, one more facelift, Blue, and your ears will be meeting around the back of your head. Hang on a minute. Uh, Halloween. Kids want some boiled lollies. Blue, grow old gracefully like me, mate. I look fantastic for my age. Hello, kid. <laughs> yeah, hello, Joe. It's Roger from CMI Toyota here, mate. Look, that sticker up the top of your windscreen, it says 450,000 on it. That's how many Ks you need to get to before you bring your car in for a service and oil change, big fella. We haven't seen you in three years since, well, says here, the crows cut you off from free services. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, genuinely, there's so much crude sitting in your engine, I'm amazed that America isn't invading you for it. (laughs) Hello, boys. It's your port-loving producer, Tom. Just wanted to give you a quick call. I need a hand at my house. Bit of renovation. Post-season. 
I just need help ripping down this Serrazio Fantasia poster. <laughs> I'm having trouble getting it off my ceiling. <laughs> Bert, Mika from the Stansbury oh, pub, oh, mate. No. Yeah. Can't believe it's Blewett's birthday. We all forgot, but that's all right, mate. He's a legend. I know we hang shit on him, but he's actually a top bloke. And I'll tell you what, not just a good cricketer, but a good golfer as well. <laughs> we all chipped in. And we've gotten him an exotic dancer. <laughs> Don't tell him they're going to rock up, though. We want it to be a surprise. They're here now. You're still good to dance for Bluey? Yeah, mate. <laughs> well, hello, Rush Hour. Oh, yeah. Jim. Sorry, I was just finishing my mochaccino latte with a half and half with a twist of lemon. Good chance in the off-footy season for you boys to get a little bit of time in with the family. Someone asked me if I'd seen Mission Impossible. I said no. I haven't seen Charmin run a half marathon! <laughs> Hello? Oh, yeah, yeah, wedding invites. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone but Charmin. In <laughs> fact, <laughs> there are no more messages. Picked up by Cochin. Got another one. Cochin, little swivel, snap towards goal. Listen to this. Ladies and gentlemen, number nine, the captain, Trent Cutchin. We did it. Please welcome the Triple M's Rush Hour, Trent Cutchin. Good afternoon, Trent Cutchin. Welcome to the Rush Hour here in Adelaide. G'day, gentlemen. How are we doing? Oh, we're doing? back on here. We're really good, mate. And congratulations on the book. From the Heart came out today. You must be bloody pleased with uh, what uh, you've put out there in the in the public. <laughs> oh, well, uh, well, we'll let the public be the judge of that, I suppose. But um, I suppose there's always a little bit of apprehension with putting more Ooh. of your story out there for people to read and pick the crap out of. But um, excited. Yeah, very excited. I, th- I thought that was a good start, Charles. Good question or statement, <laughs> was, whatever I, that was. No, was Just trying to work out get what it he out said. There. Let <laughs> yeah. the public read what Koch, he's all about. Koch did a very good job looking after <laughs> yeah. you there. He answered a question you didn't ask. But anyway, hey, you, you spoke about the controversy of writing a book, the, none other than the one or the paragraph about uh, Damien Hardwick, your coach. Um, bit controversial when he said, you, it, well, he lost the players. Talk us through that. Well, I don't know if I said he lost the players, but are you, which part are you referring to, yeah, Bernie? Bern? Well, the bit here that I've got about the relationship with Dimmer when he played against, I think, Essendon, when he said we can oh, just replace he... you with some other won't oh, use the yes, expletive. Yes, yeah, that, and... was, uh, that was his final post-match address. And yeah. it, was, it was probably, for me, I probably didn't realise at the time, but I did go home that, that evening and go, geez, that was a different kind of post-match than I'm used to with Dimmer, normally yeah. even on the back of a loss, as frustrated or angry as he would be. It would be less less abrupt and more about what's the solution here and how can we get the boys back on the train. And Yeah, bizarre kind of comments, and I don't think it was a reflection of who he was talking about, that being the players in the room and the opposition we played. It was more about where he was at from a mental <laughs> point of view and... I mean, having seen firsthand what, and, and you would know all too well what senior coaches go through when times are tough and when times are good, to be fair. Um, yeah, I think that was probably the, the moment where I was like, oh, maybe maybe he's cooked here. Something's up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you ever think about leaving those controversial moments out or is it just a, the book that tells all? Did you, oh, were you careful around or did you approach things a little bit carefully? I think for me it was oh, none of what I've... Re- put in the book is about the person itself. It's more about the lessons that I learned through those 
through those moments. Um, I have a brilliant relationship with Dimmer and I'm so grateful for, for all the memories that we share, both for good and bad times, because I don't think I'd be the person that I am today without the support and love that he's given me across a long period of time, along with the rest of his family as well. So, um, And then there's there's other, other stories in the book that have kind of made me uh, the person that I am today. So I, I think it's an important part of my story and it's, it's less about the actual people that the story is about and more about the lessons that I learned from them. Trent, whose idea was the book? Uh, the three of us here, I mean, Jars has brought out a book before. It sold about four copies. Um, Bernie's never been approached about yeah. doing a book. I get, I, I get approached book? all the time, just Why about weekly. Colour in book. But, <laughs> how, how did it all come about? Was it your idea or were you approached to do it? Uh, I think I was approached after maybe the 2017, 18 seasons. Um, yeah, so that was kind of where the initial conversation started and then it was more about working out, you know, your why behind doing it and for me it was, as I've already touched on and really drumming home in this interview, aren't I? Um, it's been about the lessons that I've learned along my way. I, I know that everyone's story is different and, and their journeys look very different but if there's a few few takeaways from what I've been through that can help people in their own lives, um, then that would be awesome from a, an impact point of view. Trent, when you stripped back the layers and writing the memoir, what didn't you like about yourself? Oh, a lot. <laughs> and there's a lot that I would Because you did strip back a lot. Back. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think for me, there's been lessons throughout my journey. I probably needed to loosen up a bit earlier in my career and be, you know, the child, particularly when I was named captain, I was probably way too serious. And yeah. There'd be plenty of people that would attest to that. Um, I thought that everyone had to behave and act in a certain way to get the absolute best out of themselves. And there's some of the, the awesome uh, moments in time that I've learned that everyone is different and you can get the best out of people in different ways, not just living the life that you think is the best way to perform and, and live. So that's probably one of the key takeaways is that it took me a while to yeah. loosen up and just be absolutely myself. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah... You know, I'm pretty pretty proud of my journey so far. <laughs> were you a, were you a natural born leader? Were you captain of all the junior teams? Because um, you certainly, when you got to the top level, were one of the great captains of the modern era. Was it something you always looked to do, or was it? Did you develop that? Um, I think there's an element of it that you know, if you're strong, values based, and obviously have some strengths with regards to the the way you play and and so forth. Part of it is. Uh, you're born with, but I think you can also learn and adapt and evolve and, you know, different captains are going to have a different impact on different groups of personalities as well, like um, whether that's in business or sport. Everyone uh, is motivated by different things, so the more you can learn and understand that, the bigger impact you're going to have as a leader in, in those regards. Um, but I, I remember one of my dad's quotes early days was to make every post a winner and I'm pretty sure the saying comes from horse racing so I don't know what relevance it had to be <laughs> in my football but every furlong there's a post and, and that's the theory behind it is just making sure you're ahead of the game at every one of those key mark moments particularly the finish line and that was kind of the attitude you know being captain of each team that you were in was you know the ultimate respect almost and not that I was but certainly had a few moments in my junior career. Now, we're an Adelaide show, so uh, this is your chance to really rub it in. <laughs> How easy was it? 2017. Oh. I'm sure you covered that off in your book. That must have been a, a great time for you. It was. I mean, that was the year that things turned around and, you know, probably dreams that I thought I would never achieve became reality, which is bizarre to even think still to this day. As on the back of 2016, um, 
And, I, I mean, the conversations I've had with people since that day is like, oh, what do you think of the power stance and was it too much? And I guarantee that if if Adelaide had a won that day that everyone would have done the power stance in every national anthem for the rest of uh, the next three or four years until <laughs> there was no success. So um, just very lucky uh, on that day, but had a, a great group that were, were willing to enjoy every moment that came our way. Hey, the book's only out today, so we haven't read all of it. We've just got some quotes here. Um, but Jars is a very good reader. He loves it. Is there plenty of pictures in there? Because they can relate back to stories. There's, there's a good picture section in the middle there, guys. In the middle. Yeah, and an audio book coming out. Oh, audio book. Now we're talking. He's one of those guys. You know how the pictures in the middle are different coloured paper? Yes. Just go straight, straight, straight there and go, yeah, yeah, I've read that book. It's I've read that. Just read. It's not about my reading ability. Hey, hey, one thing, because we haven't read it, I love your relationship with Dustin Martin. Now, mm. it's highly spoken about. Is there? Have you got that in the book? And just chat to us briefly about that relationship. Yeah, I suppose um, there, there's plenty of Dusty in the book, given the relationship that we do share, and that's both in, in life and footy. I've uh, been very lucky to have first uh, front row seats to, to Dusty's show uh, as it's been <laughs> for the last little while and particularly in the latter stage of my career. So um, plenty of Dusty stories uh, and also, you know, I think one of the great lessons that Dusty taught me was not to judge a book by its cover and that was early days. Mm. Probably pigeonholed him into a sort, certain kind of personality and the more I got to know him and, and learn about him and his story, um, I realised that we're way more alike even though we look very different. Trent, what about... Um what about uh, Trent Cotchin moving forward? Are you going to morph into the uh, media world? Will you go into the coaching world? Because he his toe in the water. Because we watched that Channel 7 show with JB and Luke Hodge uh, in the final series. You got a bit yes. of a taste for it. I did. And where do you it's, think you're going to go into next? What, what do you want I, you going to go into? I enjoyed it more than I probably thought okay, I would, to yep. be fair. And, um very lucky to have both Tim Watson and JB leading the way with Sal by my side. So that was an enjoyable process uh, through the finals last year. Um, I'm not as funny as you, blokes, so yeah, no, we're not <laughs> have a regular spot, if you know what I mean. We're not funny. You've got to laugh at your mistakes. That's how <laughs> we're, not anyway, funny. we're funny. We might be off air next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, if there's a spot, I'm happy to put my hand up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and coaching? But, um, no, nah, definitely not coaching. I'm, yeah. I'm really passionate about mentoring and right. and obviously a little bit of leadership stuff as well. So just dipping my toe in the water with regards to that, both in sport and, and corporate, um, and have a couple of uh, active investments that I'll become actively, more actively involved in over the coming little while. Hey, yeah. last time we had you on, a second time obviously now, um, you were selling the socks. How yes. are they going? Yes. Yes, good. Really good, actually. Yeah. We're about to uh, relaunch, so for all our uh, Posse Sox fans yes. out there in Adelaide, um, yeah. keep an eye out for something coming. Ooh. Can't share too much yet. Oh, but, uh, Yeah, we're moving away just from socks, which is oh. exciting because... We exist to make a positive difference in the world and that doesn't have to be just through a pair of socks. Oh, no. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Love that. Mm. Trent, what's going on in the background? Halloween, is it? Or you got trick-or-treat going on? Uh, that is, seven that kids? is my wild four-year-old. <laughs> four-year-old. <laughs> of all things, I'm at tennis, but I'm kicking a freaking footy. <laughs> <laughs> Get him kicking the stop, tennis ball. Get him to drop it right. puffing. I've dropped a bit of fitness since... Uh, yeah, we can hear you puffing, mate. <laughs> <laughs> puffing, standing still. <laughs> Your oh, work rate's dropped. <laughs> 
he's got to get his kicks up. He keeps missing me, so I have to go chase the ball. Get him to kick the tennis ball. Drop it onto the foot. Hey, Trent, just before we let you go, um, Bernie was talking about a couple of little altercations that you two had on the footy field. And you still mates. We're fine. And he was talking about he's still got a he's got a lump on one of your ribs. Is that right? Well, I didn't say that. You fucked him, mate. He got me first. No, he didn't. I do. It's um it's something that has been with me since that day. And every every time I get a little bit sore in the chest region, I just think of Bernie. I've got a lasting legacy with that. That's what happens when you get hit first and have to retaliate. Oh, I love it. That's what I'll miss most, I reckon. <laughs> oh, I Frank Cotchin, you're a star, mate, and uh, we wish you well on the new book, From the Heart. It's out now on all good bookstores. Yep. Take care, mate, and uh, we'll check in again. Thanks again, guys. Thanks for having me. There he is, yeah, former yeah. Richmond great Trent Cotchin. A beauty. Yeah, Absolute beauty. Part of a dynasty, like too, there. Oh, oh certainly. certainly. They, they probably unlucky in 18 not to make the grand mm. final. Remember the Giants knocked them off. But, mate, they, I love the way they play football. It's yeah. exactly what we needed at the time. And remember the – was he captain at 22, 21, Pretty 22 young. or something? Like that. And remember the question. facilities yeah. at yes. Richmond? Yeah. Just, yeah. He's gone now, He's Greg. Gone now. Oh. Yeah. You're not there? Coach, oh, how old were you when you were captain? Oh, okay. Trent oh, no. Cotchin, this is a rush hour. You've got all the good questions once they're gone, Greg. Trent Cotchin, oh. this is a rush hour. This, this is your hour. life. <laughs> Well, one of the highlights of my years was today, taking oh, the yeah. kids to the zoo. It's just, a, it's a great day out. Yes. I'm sure you've done it, Bernie. Yep. Uh, we went there today with Jars, met him at the front gates. Uh, Tommy Basso was there, Emily was there. Uh, they were taking some some footage of us. And we got shown around by Chelsea, who is an absolute star, Steve, very yep. generous with her time. Thank you. Um, also Pidge, who's uh, in control of the, the primates. Yes. And Jars, who's 21 years of age, what, three weeks ago, was he? Two or yes, three he weeks was, ago? Yeah. And his dad was in there as well. How old's his, his dad? 32, about, 31, 32. I they, thought his dad was a bit he, older than that. Little Jars lost his mother about two years ago. Oh, mm. really? Yep. But father and son have bonded beautifully. And it, right. do they live in there together? Yeah, just, yeah. What, just two of them now? Yeah, they just, it's beautiful how they're set up. They're so well cared for, it's not funny. Yeah. All the animals are down yeah. at Adelaide Zoo. And they've got big plans as well for mother enclosures. So we've got to try and raise some funds to help them out. Right. Well, well we're going to try and do a show down there at some yeah, stage. Absolutely, we? we are. At the Adelaide Zoo. Get so. their families in there. Actually, it was busier than I thought mm-hmm. today, midweek. For, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. School groups. School groups, yeah. Nice. yeah loved it, didn't we? Yes, we did. Um, so you spent some one-on-one time with, with little Jars. Yes. So what happened there? A bit emotional. Awful. I had to wear a mask and, and you know, we got something. Have, you? have we got some audio? Oh, yeah. oh we have. Oh, okay, oh, let's right. go. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like Danny DeVito. Well, uh, I can see it's an unbelievable environment in here. And uh, Andrew Jarman, looking a little bit more like Sasquatch, is approaching Jars the Gibbon. Well, we're uh, near the enclosure of little Jars, and it's uh, becoming a very emotional moment for me. But uh, Greg Blewett is uh, being, uh, well, spoken to by Fidge, called Pidge. <laughs> about the reason he went to Prince Alfred College because he heard Ian Chappell talk about Greg on the TV playing a late cut. <laughs> now, Greg's all about me, 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 me. He's not worried about us. It's just now they're just talking about how good they were back at Prince Alfred College. People said that they might be able to take you to meet Charles. Don't. Don't. I'll start crying. <laughs> how do you feel, Charles? Oh, look, it's overwhelming. I've, I've had, you know, I've got so much going on in my life. <laughs> 
realised that my adopted son was still alive. <laughs> and we found him. I thought he'd, yeah, yeah, well... But 21 years, look at him, 22 nearly. He's looking magnificent, little jars. And Dad's over there, and the Adelaide Zoo do a marvellous job. Jaws. Oh, oh. There's his dad. That's his dad. Bye, my love. Mucho gracias. <laughs> oh, I've got a bit of motion. Who's oh. that? That's lovely, Jaws. <laughs> I'm going to take my grandson, Greg Attenborough, over here. So. Oh. Yeah, what about Actually, you? No, what a whack that is. Tommy, I was just walking along, and he says, "Do your best." David Attenborough. Well, go on. Awesome. Just because you're an expert at doing it. <laughs> no, don't, no, yeah, exactly. We saw Burn in there too, didn't we? What about in the well, enclosure? Yeah. In the yeah. enclosure? Yeah, the dingo. <laughs> with Fidge. <laughs> I thought we were going to have that audio. So they also said, who do you who do you look most like? In the zoo. In the zoo. Yeah. And what, what, what did was I get? What were you, you well, were I the, said the I looked like one of the um, pandas. Little, <laughs> <laughs> but you said a, a hippo. Oh, a little, yeah, the little hippo. Yeah. The pygmy hippo. Yeah, the yeah pygmy and they're hippo. trying to find a female pygmy hippo yes, so they, they can are. breed. Oh. Mm. We said, who does Greg look like? Mm. What would you say? <laughs> the, the, the ape. <laughs> Meerkat or something. Meerkat. No, yeah. And I said you were a bit more like the dingo. He looked yeah. scruffy dingo and dirty you know, and sniffy Maybe Street you're smart. the echidna because you have spiky hair, Blue. Ah, hey. okay. We saw an echidna, didn't <laughs> blind. we? It was blind. Yeah, blind. Poor thing. Yeah. Oh. But well cared for. Who was he in there with? Um, the koalas. Yeah. yeah. How good's that, see? Yeah, Great day. Good. Great day. When we saw the tigers, yeah, I, yeah. the lions, yeah. The giraffes. <laughs> giraffes. Ah, for another sharp week on the rush hour. This is what he had to say uh, regarding uh, asking the question about uh, going into the... Uh, National competition. <laughs> I lost my notes. It's time. I was looking at you, Jars, while you're there, and, and you I, just you had this blank on your face. Flustered. This is your past show. Flustered. Yes. I, I wasn't flustered. Flustered. But I held my nerves. For the highlight tapes. He held his nerve, he reckons. Oh. <laughs> We're in the spooky season this week with Halloween happening on Tuesday, but I'm not sure Jars was overly across it. Are you going Halloween time today? Or are you going to go Can out and no, again? Happy Halloween. Is your kids all doled up? Going to go trick or treating? Very excited. Trick or treating. <laughs> <laughs> and we did, like, pumpkin carving, and it was so difficult. Have you tried? Not at all. Mm. Carving a pumpkin is a big I do watermelon. Carving up a carving. What? Watermelon carving. For what? For just watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> barbecue. So you cut it up and make some. Make some eyes. Oh, that's similar. Put a mouth in there. Really? But Halloween. Certainly arrived on the doorstep of the Blewett household. So I hear ding dong and I look at the screen mm-hmm. and there's three or four hoodlums. A gang. So there was no waiting for, hello, come in. They were just like straight through the gates and they were like one after another. And next thing, oh, no. bang, 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 oh. bang, bang on the door. I'm like, hang on. I gotta, so I had to go and hide behind the, <laughs> behind, <laughs> behind the bar. So I was getting down. <laughs> Oh, I, just, I just said Rory out. Yeah. Moving on. And when I think of Andrew Jarman, one word that does not come to mind is... Elocution? Well, you join in the queue. <laughs> and I think you can understand why. You changed, changed when I'm back. Well, he certainly changed it the year... What, was he 40 years old? He's 40 years old. He told us something. He told us something. I'll tell you what hasn't changed. That was you not being able to speak. Anthony from Hewitt. Carlton's his club, toe-tuck driver. <laughs> toe-tuck. <laughs> Did you I hear thought... the sample grand final call? <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, we'll get some highlights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's back. Oh, he's back. 
He's back. All he had to say was commentary and he was gone again. When you get big guests on the show, it's always important to ask them knowledgeable and easy to understand questions. But unfortunately, we asked these questions instead. Congratulations on the book, From the Heart, came out today. You must be bloody pleased with uh, what uh, you've put out there in the in the public. <laughs> oh, well, uh, well, we'll let the public be the judge of that, I suppose. But um, excited. Yeah, very excited. I thought that was a good start, Joe. Good question or statement, <laughs> well, whatever that was. No, no, Just trying right. to work out Get what it he out said. There. Let yeah. the public read what Koch, he's all about. Koch did a very good job looking after you there. He answered a question you didn't ask. <laughs> you spoke about the controversy of writing a book, the, none other than the one or the paragraph about uh, Damien Hardwick, your coach. Um, bit controversial when he said, you, it, well, he lost the players. Talk us through that. Oh, I don't know if I said that he lost the players, but I, you, which part are you referring to, yeah, Bernie? Bernie? Well, we really appreciate your time and sticking around too, Trav. Just, uh, now, Maxwell, young Maxi, I love the way he bats. He's got shots that I've never, ever seen that's uh, in, a cricket, uh, in a cricket book. Where does he find these shots? And, and how much sweat does he uh, or consume when he bats? Because he he's, sweat. You idiot. he's he pouring consumes. with sweat. He consumes it. Yeah. Drinks. And despite hearing our efforts last week, our beloved sponsors have jumped on board for some more live reads. Apologies. What's a trade he earn? What? Hang on. Hang on. No, Stop a, it. That's a, that's a tough one, that one. That Stop it. A no. It was just... Oh, because you didn't have, have the figure. I was just having a look. 80,000? Oh, why is everybody talking about all the uh, new Kia range? I wasn't ready, Molly. Here we go. You said I'm ready. <laughs> Why is everybody talking about the all-new Kia range at Team Kia? Well, they've got the Sorento EV6 Sportage, Spottage, Spit, whatever it's called. Sportage. 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 Okay, and we're on. Go. Why is everybody talking about the all-new Kia range at Team Kia? Well, they've got all the... Done. <laughs> Molly, stop it. You're saying more team. What is more, it? Like more team? You're saying more team. What is it? Mourn. 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 Yeah, apologies. <laughs> Here we go. And that's the highlight tapes for this week. Why is everybody talking about the all-new Kia range at Mourn Team Kia? I've got all the servers and they've all got the f- off. Triple M's Rush Hour.